0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Isnad Academy Podcast. I'm your host Irshad Siddiq, and this podcast is all about how to prepare for Ramadan with the Quran. Everyday practical tips and examples of how we can improve our relationship with the Quran as we approach Ramadan so that we can maximize our benefits of the month of Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala. This panel consists of the band of brothers you may have come to know from last year, Ramadan, that's 2020, when we were under lockdown. And every second night we had a live discussion whereby we spoke about verses of the Quran and how they apply in everyday life. This panel consists of my good friends, Salim Pick, Zakaria Hanukkah, and Ahmed Solomon. And we have a unique relationship with one another. And uh, we are all lifelong students of deen, alhamdulillah. This is just a plain old discussion about very important matters and how they fit into our everyday life. Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillah. Salatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala wa ba'd. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We welcome you to this Originally Abu Tazkiya team and now part of the Isnad podcast. Um, I think it's only appropriate before we get crazy, which we probably will,
1: to uh, get in touch with
0: the kalam of Allah.
1: Bismillah. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لله ما في السماوات وما في الأرض وإن تبدوا ما في أنفسكم أو تخفوه يحاسبكم به الله فيغفر لمن يشاء ويعذم من يشاء والله على كل شيء قدير آمَنَ الرَّسُولُ بِمَا أُنْزِلَ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ رَبِّهِ وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ كُلٌّ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكِتَابِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ لا نفرق بين أحد من رسله وقالوا سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها لها ما كسبت وعليها ما اكتسبت ربنا لا تآخذنا إن نسينا وَاعْفُ عَنَّا وَاغْفِرْ لَنَا وَارْحَمْنَا وَاعْفُ عَنَّا واغفر لنا وارحمنا so, I'm your
0: host, Irshad Sadiq, and these are my good friends, colleagues. Okay, so uh, look, at, we're in the month of Rajab now. We almost, uh, I think we're more than halfway through Rajab. Uh, I know it's the 27th of Rajab is on the 11th. So we must be halfway through. And then of course it's Sha'ban and Ramadan. So everybody feels the Ramadan thing coming about now. And we all have high hopes for it because of last year's Ramadan. Uh, last year's Ramadan was interesting, uh, very interesting because it was a Ramadan unlike any other we've ever experienced. And I think we all kind of feel like we need to make Qadah. Um, <laughs> Uh, although we had a very nice Ramadan last year, a bit of a different thing for us. Alhamdulillah.
2: I actually, I actually enjoyed it. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. But it was the also the communal aspect was missing, and and I think that mm. was that was a big detractor. But other than that, I think the alone time with the Quran and mm. tarawih alone and stuff was yeah. no, different. Uh,
3: I think <laughs> well, well needed. But I think needed.
4: that's why I think your description of last year's Ramadan being interesting is quite apt.
0: Mm. Yeah. No, I think it, <clears> for <throat> us, when I say us, I mean people in our field who's always in the public light and always, you know, in community and having to lead and things like that. I think last year was kind of special because we got to focus on ourselves and our families more than than we usually do, which is great. Um, and then of course we had our our podcast at night. You know, we we had our late night sessions <laughs> every second night. That was that was mad. Um, when I say mad, I mean it was, it was really amazing. Uh, alhamdulillah, and I'm hoping that we can do it again this year, uh, sometimes, maybe in person, but probably most of the time online again. So uh, yeah, what do we what, what we are really wanting to to focus on is Quran because uh, Ramadan is is the month of the Quran and we've also been recently encouraged uh, by our teacher Malnataha um, Quran to you know in our communities revive, the circles, the halaqat of Quran and so forth, uh, specifically in the masajid. But inshallah, with this platform, perhaps we have a greater reach. So I thought, you know what, uh, it's here from the brothers. What do you think about uh, how people should approach the month of Ramadan? How should, how should they prepare uh, with the Quran? I feel like for the for the, for the the average person, you know, any, any person out there, male or female, the first thought is I need to bacha more, which is fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, does it, do, how do we go beyond that how do we actually assist the person who wants more than I just want to bacha more and I want to mm-hmm. bacha better
3: Bismillah so first, first I start off by saying I mean we make dua that Allah Ta'ala firstly grants us the awareness of preparation specifically for the month of Ramadan mm. um, I wouldn't say that preparation is something that is void in our lives we prepare on a Sunday night for school on a Monday and we prepare to go early to work or you know we're preparing to do stuff all the time um you know, what is the level of preparation we are doing specifically for the spiritual aspect of Ramadan mm. is perhaps something that we need to consider as well. Uh, for Ramadan itself, alhamdulillah, the you know, all the places are open up in the, in terms of doing the preparations. So the pre-Ramadan fee and wherever and the aunties and the titties are stocking up on some horses and you know, it's quiet, it's like alhamdulillah. But what the Imani preparations, definitely if we know that we need to, then we will inshallah. Secondly, um, Yes, Ramadan is a month of the Qur'an and everybody always wants to connect there. Um, we, yeah, we, we all we all have this greater uh, consciousness coming to Ramadan and the fact that we need to prepare and Qur'an seems the best place always to start of do that. The problem is if we're constantly doing the preparation and we sort of at the same step and we didn't uh, take it further from one Ramadan to the next Ramadan, then we'll find that, you know, perhaps over a number of years, we're probably preparing over the same few steps, mm, mm. you know. So, okay, this year I, I go to a bacha class before Ramadan. Uh, but then sometime, or maybe last year, before Ramadan I went to a bacha class type mm, of a thing. Mm. And life has somehow just, you know, flipped out of control, corona, whatever the case may be. And I find myself now again wanting to go to a beginner bacha yeah, class. Man. Yeah. Uh, the consciousness of that, alhamdulillah, is beautiful, but we always want to uh, let's take it, of course, a step further than that. And I mean, the idea of this podcast is that we want to uh, create this awareness and, you know, uh, create avenues from this, inshallah, where people can um, come together, where people can have some sort of a structure in their lives too, specifically with preparing with Qur'an uh, and preparing for Ramadan in the same in the same type of manner. Okay. Thereafter, I suppose it is the idea of continuing also after the month of Ramadan mm. uh, with those goals for the Qur'an and of the Qur'an that we have set for ourselves, inshallah.
0: Khair, khair. Yeah. Uh, um. Shukran, and that's also a nice promotion of your bacha classes.
3: Bacha classes, everywhere, Bismillah, wherever there is, go, <laughs> everyone go, wherever you can find a bacha class, go, Bismillah. Yeah, yeah.
4: that's I'd, actually another topic mm, for another time. Mm, I'd like to, if I can, if I can, uh, like jump in there. I think also one of the, one of the, um, uh, like angles, man, that that like really made a difference for me when it comes to like even just approaching Ramadan, is to have the mindset that. Um, That uh, the month leading up to Ramadan, you know, is like, uh, plays a major factor in how much we take from Ramadan, man. Like, you know, of our teachers make the analogy that um, in Rajab you kind of plant the seeds and in Shaaban you kind of water it a bit more and in Ramadan you reap, man. So now, um, from just a preparation perspective, right, if you look at it from a coaching perspective or goal setting perspective, if you know you want to perform at a certain level in the month of Ramadan, Right, because all of us who wouldn't want to know they left Ramadan with a khatam, right? Um, some would like to do 10 khatam some would like to do 3 khatam some would like to, whatever it may be, man. So just from a goal setting perspective, there's a few elements and a few angles from which we have to prepare for this, man. Um, one of which, and I think it's a lot overlooked, I don't, I don't really know how people kind of talk about this, um, and I think maybe this platform we could uh, discuss it as well, is like the actual, like physical preparation, man. Ramadan, like ibadah right is 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 something that takes a toll on you physically man like you know sitting and reading Quran like you want to read a juice a day two juice a day physically that's not sustainable if you're not reading a juice or two a day or reading it there has to be like a start point if you want to last the, th- the or, 30 or days you,
0: you will do it but you'll be in your job; <clears throat> so you can't do anything else
4: yeah and and, and what happens is we find people uh, who in the last 10 days they're dead already energy's <clears> gone <throat> blood, but the, the sunnah is opposite Last ten days is boosting. Mm. But mm. so uh, the preparation, I think when we're talking now in early days. you must
2: come visit, maybe we can make him some coffee.
4: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the Keep coffee them. the coffee podcast we're gonna have. That's a separate one. But he's gonna go there. We give him all the, the tips and tricks for the coffee. Um, you know, keeping uh the the the, the, the aids to staying awake, the, the, the early hours
2: in the morning Either and think of the Sufis. Oh, definitely. Well, that shot has a nice green background there behind you.
0: <laughs> Yo, what is up with you in my green background? <laughs> yes.
2: It's nice. <laughs> it's bringing out your inside. points. <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: so what I'm saying is besides, you know, planning the coffee and having good coffee to help you. Um, the physical elements we have to prepare for as well. So oh. people whose aspirations is um, uh, just getting through that first khatam. Uh. Uh, you know, a lot of people, and I, and I know this uh, from just my own experience, where people say, and especially in the youth, like I wanted to do a khatam, but I didn't. And, you know, people who are reading khatams every year are people who, who find themselves regularly reading Quran. So mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. a stretch for them to read a juz a day um, or two Jews a day. So physically sitting, looking at a book for half an hour—that's a physical component. Let's just look at it. Uh, you know, let's kind of divorce it from the spiritual journey that's mm. happening over there. But even this, the standing as
3: well. Uh, yeah, and the standing in salah. Standing and salah. So and and so 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 I think it takes that energy from your body, mm. so you need to be physically prepared as well, one hundred percent. Especially so. fasted mm. in the day also. Yes. Yeah. So mm. all of
4: that components coming together. Mm. The last 10 nights when we're supposed to be. You know, increasing and boosting our ibadah, we, we pop and laying around. Mm. So um, I think that element is something important to kind of talk about. And even I'm salim here in terms of, you know, mentioning uh, the school and students and so on and so forth. You see how how students, when they come to the madrasa they read uh, 15, 20 minutes. Then they mooch. But other students are reading four or five juz straight away. Sitting three, four hours and able to read. Why? Because they build that capacity, man. They build that ability. So uh, if we have goals for Ramadan, understand that we have to build the ability, man, mm. as opposed to just setting a goal that's not grounded in the reality of where we are right now.
0: Look, okay, I know you're waiting for a moment to disagree, but before you get to that, I just wanted to, to tell you, man, when, when I did my, when I got into running, so the first, the first race was Oceans, right? That was my first race. And it was like the first time I experienced that vibe. So now obviously the next day, I must not want to do it again because I was not into it. And by then I joined a a running club at Iteco Running Club. But what shocked me, like what I've never experienced before was the amount of time and effort that went into preparation for that event, for for Oceans. Mm. Because... When I prepared for oceans, look, I wasn't around, I didn't know anything. So for me, it was like a couple of runs. The furthest I went was literally 13 kilometers on my own. And that was around Rondebosch common. And ask anyone, that's like, that's insane. That's crazy. You don't prepare for a race like oceans by doing that. man. But I didn't know. I didn't know. So when I got there, well I'll be in 12 weeks before oceans. So oceans is in April, I think like mid April. 12 weeks before that, that's like a good three months before that, No, I, we pulled up by the club and it was jam-packed, it's a big club, but you hardly see that many people, that night I got the shock of my life, I asked my wife like, what's going on here, like what's happening, then they told me, no, it's, it's Ocean's Prep, and it was so, There was such a hype, I'm talking about 12 weeks before the time, your trainers for the different groups were organized your groups were put into according to the the, the times that they that they finish a twenty one k in, and the the intensity of the program was was insane. Man, it's like twice a week you run in the group, and it's a very specific run. Like, so what I learned from that, like I couldn't stop thinking about like how how much of a failure I've been as far as preparing for Ramadan is concerned. Because what is an ocean's race compared to like a Ramadan man that could potentially earn you Jannah? Forever. Yeah. And we take it like willy-nilly, we get to Rajab and then we're like, okay, let's start preparing for Ramadan. Allah ma barik lana fi Rajab wa That's our idea of preparation. Yeah. Or we think, yeah. hey, I'm gonna start by now, before we get to the 15th of Sha'aban. Mm. But uh, I think we need to we need to relook at that, man. And I mean, in light of some of the, I heard, I, I didn't check this myself, but I heard uh, that the Sahaba used to like for six months of the year, like miss Ramadan and for the other six months that they prepare for Ramadan. So if that's true, then uh, I think we, we leave much to be desired, but inshallah, let's talk about uh, how we can actually prepare.
2: Yeah. So um, I think you, your initial question was, how do we like move past just the desire to recite more? Um, and I think, you know, sometimes the best uh, improvement or, chained of direction comes from actually sitting and doing nothing physical but uh, you know applying your mind to things and uh, making some tafakkur and tadabbur pondering about about things and getting direction in that way and as Ahmed mentioned it's also a form of prep uh, even before action so it's a form of preparation and so you know for me one of the most important things to do is to just ask yourself you know what is this month about uh, and many people bring analogies. Some people will say, like, it is the you know the tournament kind of uh, narrative. Others will say, you know, Ramadan is a training. I mean, and, and all of them have their justifications. And I think all of those aspects are there. Um, but another another thing that I just wanted to highlight is why is it that we're talking about Quran? We just took it as a granted, uh, you know, we took it for granted at the beginning of this podcast that people want to be doing more stuff with the Quran. Mm. And, uh, and I think the verse of the Qur'an that made us think in that way Because, you know, alhamdulillah we are afraid with the contents of the Qur'an But um, is something that we need to bring to the fore Because that gives us direction And in fact, the first mention of the month of Ramadan That Allah gives in the Qur'an Is his connection with the Qur'an mm. شَهْرُ ramadan الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنَ
3: in fact, the
2: only place where Ramadan is mentioned. The, the only the only place that Ramadan is mentioned in the Quran. But you know, we, we know that. So Allah says it's the month sh- the month of Ramadan is the month wherein the Quran was revealed. What I wanted to just highlight was is the next part of that very verse. <speaking in Hebrew> um and and this tells us you Know a more existential question why did Allah send us the Quran? Mm. Right, and and yes, one of the maqasid of the Quran, one of the objectives of Allah sending us the Quran is that we just recite it, yeah, because we know for every uh letter that we recite, you get a reward. Mm. Another one of the objectives of the Quran is that we we worship Allah, uh, you know, through its recitation. No. Um, but I think the most salient aspect of the Qur'an, what its greatest maqsar, its greatest objective, the main reason that Allah sent us the Qur'an is that we be guided. And so, you know, it's important for us to ask ourselves the question, not just how, how am, I going, am I going to read more of the Qur'an, but rather how am I going to take guidance from the Qur'an? Mm. Um, in, 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 a, in, a, in a very holistic sense, how am I going to take guidance from the Qur'an? Um, and we know the guidance of the Quran extends to every aspect of life, um, but I think that's you know you know that's the question we need to focus on. As I'm not saying I'm going to give you the answer to that now. Mm-mm-mm. I'm saying that that's the question people need to be asking themselves, prepping themselves for. Take a moment, sit down, think about it at night. Look, how am I going to actually give myself time in the day to engage with the Quran, such that I can take guidance from it. And then, you know, exit the month more guided than I was before. Mm-hmm. That
0: yeah. That's actually the puzzle. That, that's actually what the question is about. Mm-hmm. That how, because, look here, before I studied, ne? before I did first year, I didn't, how, what was I supposed to do? translation? I never read translation Quran.
2: Mona, your initial question that you wanted to pose in this podcast was, what was it now again?
0: It is basically how do we how do we prepare for Ramadan with the Quran like what do we do
2: No like man before when we were discussing it was like
0: Oh 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 the, my no. initial question was uh so w- when how and why Did the Quran change me
2: Okay the walimarshan yeah. topic yeah. So um <laughs> I'm just joking <laughs>
0: did, did you like it uh uh did you get, what do they call that? Um, a sponsorship to mention <laughs> names here? No, 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 just joking, no, just
2: joking. It's a brand ambassador. Light to find light sponsorship no, that you got no, no. here. No, So, uh, you know, that, they I mean, that, 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 that question actually brings, uh, you know, brings part of that answer to my mind. You, you said, look, before I, before I went to first year, what did I do? And, and that brought to mind the question, like, when did I start engaging with the Quran? Mm. And, um, you know, it actually happened under very funny circumstances. Um, I don't know if it was funny or weird or... if I it should got something
0: even... to do with you and that rose in your mouth?
2: Something to do with <laughs> the rose <in> your mouth. <laughs> uh, No, but um, actually not directly, but indirectly, yes. Okay. And, um, and it was... I remember I had this translation of Quran uh, that only had translation in it. It was um, gifted to me actually by Sheikh Puli. Oh, my uh, Sheikh Yusuf Puli. Oh. Um, the translation was by Aisha Bully I don't know I never rated it actually as a translation I mean I was reading it back then when I hadn't studied anything but it was I mean I can remember two occasions in my life where I actually opened up the translation and read it one was funny enough me and my mom have a very close relationship Alhamdulillah and sometimes I tell her too much uh, that stuff that I know is going to infuriate her and then it does and then whatever but like I think the one time I was angry was my mom for some reason, and then I just opened up the Quran, and um, and for some reason it opened up to the verse "Kaf uh, um, It wasn't in Arabic; it was it was only English in the in the, in the book, um, and I think you know for me that was already like, okay, what does it mean? This is a, a mention of. Of the favor or the mercy of your Lord to His slave Zakaria. Mm. How special didn't you? Feel? Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I mean, it's that. I'm not the Zakaria that was yeah, intended yeah. by the, the revelation of that verse. Of one. course not. But it's just that act of turning to the Quran for. I, actually, I was angry. I don't know why I opened the Quran. Um, it's not like I, I mean I I was still yeah. at high school. I didn't have any thought of going to study Dean or anything at the time. Maybe it was like a somewhere in the back of my mind. But just the fact that I opened that book and I read it and there was guidance. So I don't think we need to create lots of barriers. And the other occasion was actually, I don't know if if I'm gonna say this. Can I say it and you cut it out if it's not appropriate? Uh, eh, Bismillah. (laughs) So so what what, what happened was, there was like uh, a girl that liked me, or I liked her. Cut this out, rather. <laughs> 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 you, you got us in <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the edge of our seat. <laughs> no, now we, now, <laughs> no, now no, we're no. more
3: interested.
4: I put a ransom on the first to cut it out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: no, so uh, again, wh- wh- what what had happened was, it was like, you know, I was a teenager. Dilemma in a teenager's life, it involved uh, accusation made against me. And, um, and uh, the accusation wasn't true. It was like wholly false. It wasn't a serious allegation, anyways. But um for me at the time it was troubling because I thought to myself, you know what, I actually avoided, I put a lot of effort into avoiding like precarious situations with females. Um, but yeah, like there's this accusation made against me. And for some reason, again, I opened the Quran. And I thought to myself, look, Allah just give me a guiding light. And I opened actually to Surah Noor. But again, in that same that same uh, Mus'haf. No, nah, you're a wali. No, no, no. But, um, uh, May Allah make us, you know, Ameen. Ameen. we wish we were. But, uh, and we love the Salihin. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, I opened the Mus'haf again, and the guidance was like, the guidance in that Surah was so appropriate and apt for the time. I actually remember the verse. I'm not going to say the verse now, because I don't want to say anything about this situation but like it was it was just perfect and apt for the moment man. and so i think that we need to encourage people to approach the quran without barriers so at your level that you are engage with the quran but also recognize that increasing in your level of ability to engage with the quran is always good so if all that you can do now is read a translation of the quran don't not do that do that if you are studying Arabic, or if you can enrol in a class to study Arabic, such that you can engage directly with Arabic, because it's a completely different experience, uh, then do that. Mm-hmm. If you um, if you can join a circle of people that discuss passages of the Quran, a halqa, of sorts, or watch oh watch us and listen to uh, us, <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> to <laughs> our, <laughs> our halqa or whatever. But I mean, you know, engage in whichever avenues are available to you. And I think we think from our perspective that there are lots of avenues available to people, Mm. but I think that for the ordinary, that's because we like- Yeah, you have access to it. Yeah, we have have access access to to it. it. And sometimes women try to create those circles, but for people out there, whichever avenue you have access to, engage in it. If you have a choice between avenues, then you have a dilemma of seeing which one is more beneficial mm. uh, and then you have a different question but I mean yeah. if that's not the case then just engage
0: just I just want you to appreciate what he's saying and I think we all ag- agree with what he's saying but do know that it's not it's not a welcoming it's not a welcomed uh, instruction everywhere in the
2: world. Even in our country, no, I know, I know.
3: Okay.
2: No, we welcome, him, but it's not welcome um, everywhere.
4: What, what's the, what's the thing? The wel- what's No, I'm welcome? saying he's saying
0: engage with the Quran, man, regardless of your level. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but it's not, it's, it's not, that's, 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 that's not the open invitation. I mean, uh, we we say Bismillah, you know, yeah. do it, but not everywhere in the world is it like that. Look,
2: right? my
3: dad, you you speak first. Alhamdulillah. Um, Cape Town's history in terms of Islam is very very young. Um, it's like world history, man. And like 300 years ago, perhaps, uh, people came and and Quran was preserved and and Islam was preserved on a very, very basic level. Up until 50 years ago, I mean, the most of what was taught locally was, you know, still very, very basic. And over the last, alhamdulillah, 20, 30 years, uh, there's been a growth in uh, a lot of different types of learning. And up until us now, alhamdulillah, that... uh, you can must say it's like almost of the latest batch of students you know over the last 10-15 years that might have graduated but I mean that have been doing uh, things building on what we have been left with man. so Alhamdulillah you find here uh, in Cape Town specifically recitation classes uh, kids and adults that want to learn how to read you will find um, basic of fit classes and you know belief aqidah classes hadith classes these classes basically on, on all different types of levels uh, up until the as monas says the, the groups of student circles that sit man. and uh, it's maybe not everybody when we say you know uh, utilize whatever avenue you have another way of maybe looking at it is you know assessing your level first man what level are you at if you look where you are 10 years old 20, 50, 60 years old and whatever level beginner, intermediate, advanced, you will definitely find, Alhamdulillah, in Cape Town, something to suit your fancy men, you know, whatever and however it is that you would want to learn uh, and approach Quran. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, the options are all there. The mm. options are there. I, I just want uh, I, I to... I, I just have... want no, to
0: say, you before you continue with it, that in my experience, some of the easiest access points for somebody who is not a student... And uh, as doesn't have a background of Arabic and so on. Uh, way to the Qur'an by Khuram Murad. Any book of seerah on the life of Rasulullah. So the these are brilliant access points to the Qur'an because it, it gives you a story that fits. Uh, it, basically, it's like a context of the Qur'an's revelation. So that that's awesome. And then thirdly, let us not forget that we are living in a world where most of the people that we interact with on a day-to-day basis Uh, are online and there are so many resources available online. The only caution that I would I would I would add in here is that obviously don't just take anything and everything from anyone but rather specifically look for systematic uh, teaching that takes you from point A to point Z like for example like Bayina right Mm. you can you can look at Bayina and you can find an entire coverage of the Quran from the beginning till the end and there are other platforms as well. And, and I think
2: another thing that must be said there, mm. just as, as a cautionary note, is that check with, you know, adept local scholars about, you know, the qualifications and the, you know, whether you should be taking from a specific person or not. Mm. Sometimes people are overly, overly critical of other people, but just... Uh, find out that there's no like this this person is not uh, you know following some deviant school of mm-hmm. thought or anything mm-hmm. like that. It, it it is important to check out. Yeah.
4: I'm I'm glad you guys mentioned that now because I was gonna say that um <clears throat> that this is the, when Zakaria mentioned this now, you know, in terms of um just like the difference of, of approaching it to the mindset of guidance men. Right. It was so relevant to me because I sat with one of my one of my teachers. So I, I, I completed Have before uh, interacting with the meanings of the Quran. So I memorized Quran and I was just butchering. Um and again not something I I I like I don't know. It's obviously not something you're proud of, but it's something that I mentioned because it's a reality. It's I memorized the Quran and it was just this book that I was reading. Mm. It didn't mean much more to me than mm. that at the time, right? Um, and that's the reality of a lot of lot of people and that was uh that's a different topic on on its own. So I memorized the whole book, right? Um and reading Ajazah after Ajaza so now what happens is I mm-hmm. come and I and I and I and I started at do na'im and then you have your first interactions with the Quran in a, in a different way.
0: This yeah. is part two of the discussion that uh, we're going into now. Yeah, the, but, but the, the where, where, what when how and why did yeah, the Quran changes.
4: But but be, besides the changing part, right? I'll kind of leave it out of it. Is going to it's be part two of the discussion. What then happened was I found a major difference in. And Mullah started, will know, right? So now you, you're maintaining your Quran, you have to read every day a certain amount of ajaza, whatever your program is, on what level you're at, right? So whether you're reading a a day, three, juice a day, five, juice a day, right? Whatever you're reading a day. That reading for me felt void of something, man. So I spoke to one of my teachers about it, man. So he said, look okay, you must actually sit twice, man, a day. One what you read and your objective is your your you're your retaining and also obviously the, the, the benefits of the benefits and the virtues of the til Quran is there. You're reading, you're getting the rewards like I mentioned earlier, every letter you're reading, you're getting your ten reward at least and so on and so forth, right? So those are all there. But then you must sit separately and read a khatam for thinking, man, and reading and engaging, mm. man, and reading and connecting, reading and you know. And then uh, then I found out that Imam Shafi would do the same in his life, man different ghatams. We or, you know, you'd read a khatam with this, you know, objective of of tadabur and looking and so on and so forth, man. <clears throat> so I think it's important here yeah, and, and what I got excited about and know I'm, I'm glad you guys mentioned the online thing is that, we, and again, I'm coming from that perspective of how do we prepare for this actual journey, man, right? So now Ramadan's coming up and now even if you're approaching with that mindset of guidance, still, man, look how much time, it's going to come down to time. It always comes down to time. I mean we're gonna be asked about time. Well Asr everyone's at a loss. Right? Allah, says everyone except those who believe, and then Allah SWT brings the brings the the, the, the exception. those who believe and do righteous deeds and remind one another with good and uh and, and, and with patience. But Allah Asr, man. time. So it comes down to time. Now we look at okay, look here, come to Ramadan, I don't want to spend my time. Because if you want to do things, you need time. So what I, what, what I would recommend, and I was looking at um, at, uh, at uh, the, the, the advice of Imam al-Haddan, and he says that, put a time in your day for everything, man. Right? So when Zakaria mentioned this whole different approach of, look here, just engagement. Like actually start now already in terms of our prep and take five minutes where, look here, I just want to maybe find out about, um, this five minutes belongs to Qur'an. Right now, in that five minutes, you maybe start by saying, OK, what YouTube what videos can I watch? OK, they spoke about Pahina, they spoke about this. So but every day you put a five minutes towards that man. So now that five minutes becomes maybe 10 minutes. OK, so 10 minutes for Quran. All I'm doing is I'm maybe watching a video about Quran or I'm listening to a podcast about Quran. or I But I've given 10 minutes a day to Quran. Now you start to condition your body that 10 minutes of your day belongs to Quran. Now, I know you can t- uh, look at this and it's just it's just an approach. If you don't like the approach, no problem. But how much of our minutes of our day do we currently give to Qur'an? Man? How much of our day currently do we give to Qur'an? Now tomorrow you plan 10 minutes. Although it's going to be that I'm going to research about it, or I'm going to find YouTube channels to follow, or I'm going to find an online
3: class. Anything to do with Qur'an.
4: You've given 10 minutes of your day to Qur'an. As a start, man, you know why I think this is important, and then you mentioned the online thing. So look at YouTube, something, man.
2: Check what is there on YouTube. How people are change people's life, whatever. Do something about Quran. Man. just think, change it. You thing. know, I think what you what, so what you say now is like slightly different to the advice my Irshad Shad gave a bit earlier, man. And I and I actually think to make that ten minutes sustainable, right? To make you bought into spending that ten minutes daily, a systematic thing. Will, will do you more benefit? No, I agree. Yeah.
4: But what I'm saying is, the starting point—you don't even know what system to take. So, for example, mm. your ten minutes of even checking what system mm. I'm going to take, and that's my ten minutes for Quran. Yeah. I'm on the phone. With him I on still my think I'm still
3: thinking about it. I'm like, look <laughs> here,
4: it's not Academy. Yeah. send you some Spoke about the system. I <coughs> that's your ten minutes you're giving towards Quran already, man. As a start. And I'm telling you why because it's yeah, that was
2: a very small start. No, no, It yes, doesn't, exactly, matter. Exactly. doesn't matter. Exactly, Quran? How you huh? be no problem. Exactly,
4: no problem. My bro, People no. underestimate no. the small start. Jamil. People Jamil, underestimate the small start. How do you and make I'm a fire? Why? Hmm? How do you with with make a, a fire?
2: <laughs> with <laughs> a match. Yeah. match no, care, what I'm saying, know, what I'm saying is I understand it. I understand it. I'm just saying, in relation to the month of Ramadan. Maybe you can yes. do that today, yeah, exactly. and Exactly. tomorrow. Ah. <laughs> look here,
4: I'm not show. saying that, I'm saying this is our starting point. Mm. I'm saying tomorrow must be five minutes, mm. right? With From the moment you hear this podcast, mm. like, you that can I've still fit there. in five minutes today still. Mm. You can still fit in five minutes before you go sleep. Mm. Yeah. You can take it five minutes to messages in Ad academy and say, look <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. give me yeah. some mm. stuff to follow. Yeah. So, my thing is, meeting people with the are at is very important. Yeah. Let me tell you something my yeah. like dad did with me one day, right? mm. I hated reading. Right? And I was, for the life of me, never going to read. Plus, you guys know I'm a bit of a rebel. So, anytime I get to... read you read? read go, huh? you read? You are read now, that I read now, Hayy. MashaAllah.
2: MashaAllah. Allah.
4: But let me tell you how I started. for the your me. I mean, I mean He's still alive. <laughs> I know. It's right, man. Can make the Yeah, but uh, when he dies... Yeah, obviously. Allah grant him
0: jannah. Allah
2: grant him jannah in this dunya and in
4: the Okay, so... Um, <laughs> so here's what happened, right? So I, um, I'm i playing rugby at the time. He comes to me and he tells me, Look here, um, so the time I'm following, he was fond of his days and I'm watching all his rugby matches and everything. He tells me, You know what's cool about him, man? He knows all the rules. So he's always next to the ref, he's always getting control over the game. Even the refs feel intimidated by him. Look here, my dad prints out the rules. He tells me, Look here, read all the rules. It's like three pages. I read all the the the, the, the world rugby rules. How's that? And I started reading. Then he comes to me, look yeah, take a rugby magazine. Gives me a rugby magazine. Check this, check that. I started reading, I started reading, I started reading. Now I still didn't like reading, but I liked what I got from it, man. I liked what I gained. Till today I tell youth, look, yeah, I still hate reading, but I love what I get from it, man. My perspective grows. I learn a couple of stuff, this, that, and the other. So because now I know what I've gotten out of the process, man. It's about the process. For sure. But I enjoy it, so I engage in it, and I make it part of my day, man. So my point is, meet people with the app, your five minutes, although it's a very, very small start, you're not even, like you say, you're not even even close to the Qur'an, but look here, that's your start, man. And Allah only expects you to take that next step, man.
0: Allah Um, Allah accept your five minutes, um, people. We just got some very beautiful advice from uh, Khafid Ahmed over there. Uh, mashallah! I think that's it's pertinent, a nice starter, and and I don't think anybody must underestimate any effort that they make, man. Like, don't be like Zakaria and and look down on other people when they <laughs> no, say they only not gonna not do not five not minutes. Not. No,
2: no, no! I, I'll, I never look down on any effort. What what I what I actually intended was not that the five minutes is too little. I meant the five minutes of a random thing, yeah, is is, is too little. Mm. Um, no, definitely.
0: No, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate. And I don't think there was a contradiction, just a a Mm. different entry point. But I think people who spend a lot of time online could potentially be doing a lot. They could learn a lot. But it must just be systematic, man. Like, don't think you're learning when you read a random blog here, an article there, and watch a lecture here and a lecture there, man. Like, take take a a journey with a scholar or the group of scholars
2: and go through the whole journey, man. And right. that's it. the the information gets arranged in your mind, and you can yes. actually use it going forward. And, yes. that, and that's what I was saying. F- five minutes of a random thing, like if you would say my Quran time is, I'm just going to watch a random video. Mm. It's it's not very productive. Mm. Um, if you're saying I'm taking five minutes to decide on the systematic thing that I'm going to do. 100%. That's that's a good entry point. Right. And I and I don't belittle any five minutes. I mean, all of them are goodies, mm-hmm. even the random one. Right. But um, but I just think in terms of benefit derived. If it's your five minutes of planning for systematic thing, all good. But, you know, systematic is, yeah.
0: the, is the word. Nam. okay, so let's just go quick, uh, quickly around the table uh, with, with some tips. And then we're going to go on, like, uh, just uh, our personal stories. The reason why I, I want to touch on the personal stories, I don't I don't always like to do that type of thing. But what I found is that it really does inspire people when they find out that, oh, yeah, you're also normal once upon a time. Yeah. Right? How are you normal now? <laughs> no I, I'm normal for me I'm normal for me Right But yeah. for people out For a lot of people out there When they see Molana someone They don't think of them As a normal person they, You know It's like when you see Your teacher in the shop and you're like oh, I saw my teacher in the shop Almost like You know like, a yeah, the the life yeah, outside the, the class <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's, it's It's weird But anyway mm. So uh, The rapid Tips quickly Maulana.
3: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Get yourself to a teacher That's a most important thing, you you you, you sort of on the idea, the idea of learning and taking all of your bases from a screen. Um, is it something that you can do? Some, I mean, we can we can we can shoot about it all day. The idea that we know is a part of Islamic knowledge is the idea of transference, which is of course something that you can get through a, a screen with a scholar, and you can learn and understand certain things. But the idea of companionship is something that. Uh, is, a, uh, you know, a great emphasis has been placed on uh, throughout the ages in, in Islam and the the kind of relationship that the Sahaba had with the Prophet ﷺ. Mm, right. So, I mean, that is like imperative in, in a relationship like this. And of course, in any other relationship, if you're going to go running or if you're going to do this or you're going to do that, you know, you, you take an apprenticeship and you work under someone and they show you the ropes. So essentially, that is what all of us at any level would need to essentially do. And that person can guide us, look here, okay, you are here, you need to do that, you need to do that, you need to do that.
0: Okay, so how does does a person find a teacher? So, quickly, like just the basics. Uh, I'm I'm looking for a teacher of of, of what? So the first thing is
3: perhaps go to your local masjid and find out at the local masjid if there is anybody there that is affiliated to that teaches Quran. Um, If not, then there are a number of institutes that are around that are involved in Quranic learning, Quranic teaching. Can I mention of their names? Yeah, yeah, online? bismillah, why not? So uh, Alhamdulillah we have uh places like Mizan, the Darna'im Institute, uh, in no particular order. Uh there's so many other girls' schools, um ladies' institutes that are open, Dar uh, Darnaim for, for women's, Sahara Institute, uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know, can other Basira institute, Basira institute, that's, that's institute what's can help you? That's Ipsa, like, Medina. There's so many, many schools that you know, people can go to and uh, Essentially find out more. But okay, and, and you know why
0: I mentioned um, that and I wanted you to actually answer this is, is eh? that you you know not a lot of people have the time and the energy ah. and the willingness to go there. But yes. I say if you know a half mm. reach out to that half or hafizah. Most definitely. What is the everybody must know the yeah. the, mm. the, the, the
2: limitations? Yeah. 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 But
0: I think everybody well I think every person who hasn't uh furthered the, the Quranic education since mm. afternoon madrasa. Should have a Quran teacher Different. A Haif teacher mm. uh, Not even a Haif teacher A hafid or Haafidah mm. Whether it's your cousin Or your niece Or your nephew Or somebody Just you know Employ these services man. Pay them per hour You don't have to pay them much I'm sure they'd appreciate uh, The yeah. opportunity You let them come to your house You can do it online And then you know You butcher to them And they rectify you And so mm. on You let your whole family do that I think mm. I think that must be Like a standard practice Yeah You know uh,
4: My wife used to My cousin and then even every now and then you don't get around, she'd drop a lesson on a voice note and send it to her mm. and just to keep that consistency. And But I like the approach that you're saying, man, reach out to those who's right closer to you, you mm. know half of them, your family in your road or whatever, and then connect through them, you know, to... to to. But but I think it's also important, like Zakaria is saying, in terms of what you're looking for. So yeah, in terms yeah. of recitation, you get somebody that that recites it. In terms of, you know, uh, different uh, subjects, you obviously need to mm. look, look in different areas. Your quick tip...
2: Like to go first, please, you still thinking, you're still
4: thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll save the best for last. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm still thinking. <laughs> no, I think um, Mine is that uh, system and planning is key. So, um, you know, it's uh, just in terms of... Wait, what is it the tip for? It's uh, for preparing for Ramadan, basically. Okay. So I would say that system and, and, and planning is key. Um, at the moment, when you master your time, you've mastered your life. And, uh, you know, your five minutes a day translates to, uh, you know, you don't know what exponentially a couple of years from now. Like there's a saying that I like small seemingly insignificant decisions compounded over time either takes you up or down. So it's like that small seemingly insignificant things that we can do day by day that I really think we we underestimate. So small, simple steps, you know. uh, one thing at a time Roberts,
2: no Tony Roberts can go no, no, sleep no, no, I was no, no, going to say now Marshall now we can see that well, Ahmed's a life coach eh? uh, uh, <laughs> he knows all that quotes <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: now, 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 wow, wow you were saying that Zakaria was thinking about that, that clock that <laughs> clock quote just before we started the one you <laughs> yeah, was, that, the, the, pretty the pretty clock
2: on your wrist can, can do no, something you can, uh, buy, uh, you can buy, uh, buy uh, you can uh, buy uh, you can uh, buy all the clocks you can buy all the watches you want but you can't buy the time that it keeps
3: <laughs> no
2: no, no. Jamil. Um okay, anyway, so um my quick tip would be that um start with an intention but let the intention translate into a, a resolution uh, that you are going to do certain things and let your resolution be encompassing that you want to recite more Quran because that is is definitely an important part of the month of Ramadan that you also want to engage in, with the Quran on a level of of deriving guidance from it. Um, and put a plan in place to do that. And start before the month of Ramadan. Uh, So that's recitation, um, guidance, and then also try and have discussion about the Quran. Not just, you don't journey on your own. You journey in a caravan. So have discussion around the Quran with people close to you that you know are knowledgeable, especially. Mm. If you have access to that, that's ideal. If you don't have access to that, reach out to places like... uh, uh, is Academy or whichever institution you can, and you will uh, c- undoubtedly find some people that you can have those mm. kind of conversations with. So, so,
0: so you, drop your comments. Yeah, you comment. this, this I was going to add now this podcast that we are having um, is going to be live again in Ramadan, inshallah. But this time, we're going to try to have more okay, interaction okay. with uh, the viewers because we're going to be using a different type of platform, more nice. professional, stepping things up, inshallah. Sure. So, okay. And uh, yeah, join because the idea is, is not like, this, this is a class, man. This mm. is just like, look your life and, mm. and, and Dean in your life. Okay. My, my quick tip is, I found that many a times we, we go through the cycle. I think Salim also mentioned it earlier on, like Ramadan comes and then next Ramadan, then it's like, we start again from over and then next Ramadan, you start mm. again from over. And I think at some point or the other, it becomes frustrating because it's like, where's the progress, man? Mm. Like we have this, this, wishful thinking for the most part that from one Ramadan to the next Ramadan you're going to improve you're going to step up and then the next round you're going to step up but actually what we're doing is we step up step down step up step down right so I think at least in some aspects we, we can't really guarantee that with our spirituality because sure I mean your taqwa and iman yeah, and goes up and round, down but at least in certain other aspects we can improvement like if you have uh, if you have a journey Journal, your Ramadan journal. I don't know what you want to call it, but you monitor, like, okay, this Ramadan I know one Jews of the Quran. By next Ramadan I want to know another Jews. It's just one random example. Or I memorized fifteen short surahs, which I recite in my salah every year. I want to increase. I want. To, I don't want to stand fifteen every Ramadan. You know, have tangible goals like that among uh, among other things that you're going to use in terms of your prep and your spirituality but have tangible goals that you can actually measure how you in improve in Ramadan. Another yeah. example is, uh, I'm very passionate about the, the Masnoon du'as, the Sunnah du'as. I think that's something that we, people overlook too much. We jump all over, over the place to other things, literally and figuratively. But then we overlook the stuff that, that's like right there in front of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I actually know someone who would like, just Five keep a note on like their it. phone. Yeah. Who just keep a note on their phone like, I sweat too much. I do X too much. I, you know, I. So that's a tangible yeah, difference a tangible that you can thing. make.
0: So, so all I'm saying is, like, have these little things. Don't yeah. go, don't go overboard because it can mm. become overwhelming. But then, at least, okay, this Ramadan I, I achieved. I memorized two du'as. If it's two du'as, what is two du'as, right? But it's something. Mm. So then the next Ramadan, you can say, okay, this is where I am now. Mm. My spirituality may have gone down. My this may have gone down. My that may have gone down. Mm. But I know a bit more Quran. I know a bit more Ahadith. I know a bit more Sunnah du'as.
2: What I'm saying is, I actually think that, you know, including those things that filter into your spirituality will will create a lasting change in your spirituality. Mm. Like, yes, the increasing in recitation of Quran and du'as, etc. But also, like, you know, those subtle actions that we do in our life that shape who we are. You, you know why? Uh, that's the, why I use the example of, of swearing. It's like something that comes like second nature to people yeah. or whatever. That's one example. Or I or I talk too much about other people. Like something yeah. like that. You know what I mean?
4: And, 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 you know, you know and that's what important. makes you spiritual. Why this is important? Because remember, the other, the, the other enemy in this whole thing here is shaitan, right? So when it comes to how much you think you must do, okay, I'm going to read Quran. Then he starts to remind you of how... For what you are on, you're not supposed to be doing that. Mm. So that then if you actually remember, if you yeah, actually learn if you actually write down, you're that I actually did learn. I actually I, I did that last year. I did, I did, so actually I can, man. And in the same time, when when you when you when you're sweating, when you're this, when you're that, when you're doing things that you're not happy with, it kind of makes you feel okay with it, man. Mm. But if you know you've written that down as a point that you must work on, then by looking at it, it's it's like it's like super key. Like that is really what you mentioned now is very profound. Write those little things down. Write those little things down.
2: Okay, and like I said, I mean, for that person, it was a note on the phone. Yeah,
0: now that's awesome. And you know, subhanAllah, the amount of of facilities that we have, the number of facilities that we have today. Yes, I, guess so. I it, It's mind-boggling. But the problem is, like you know, the the whole scarcity thing: demand, supply, market value. Uh, in economics, the 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 higher the supply, you know the technically you could have the same demand or lower demand and then the market value or something goes down. So now we have all these facilities at our disposal mm-hmm. and we, you know, we're weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine you go back and you give Imam Nawawi Rahimullah, a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but here we have <laughs> laptops <laughs> the <laughs> internet. It's, 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 it's crazy.
3: Which leads me then to believe, Mona, that there's another point that is perhaps extremely important is the element of sacrifice, man. Mm. If we look at what the scholars like those produced with what they had, I mean, it seemed like impossible. Mm. What are we able to produce? Mm. I mean, yes, the world is full of challenges, but me in my own personal capacity, man, this is what I would like to, you know, ask a question for myself and for each and every one of us out there, man. For me to get that daily risk, that sustenance that I must get now, how much sacrifice do I need to sort of put in, man? Mm. And how much do I put in? Yeah, For, you know, the next person Everybody's sacrificing Is not different, man yeah, 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 So the the idea of Quran thing Okay, Ramadan is coming I know I want to prepare for it And it's in my mind and so on mm. But, you know Am I ready to give up A Friday night soccer game now nah, Because nah, there's a Friday yes, night Quran class yes. happening yes. Or am I ready to give up A Saturday morning shopping now Because there's a Saturday Quran class I'm, happening I'm very here, glad you're going on so this, the on this of sacrifice, man Is, in fact What I would believe is a greater thing I mean it, it's it's so close into the preparation yeah you could if you wanted to say preparation you could have just yeah. said you must sacrifice because yeah. you're going to have to give up stuff my dear listener if you're going to want to go on this journey of Quran you're not going to get Quran with still having your life the same as it is right at yeah. this point. <sighs> Allah, 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 you know you Allah. guys the I didn't mean to drop that bomb, but <laughs> no, you guys were going
4: on about uh you guys were going on about the quotes earlier on there's one I have to mention here. You have to give up to go up. Allah.
3: Yes. Allah.
0: If
4: you want to level up, you want to go up, up. Go up uh, I can't
0: give you up. the bomb again, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now on a serious note now, what what what's said That is actually my next step, mm. but it my next step relates to that. Mm. So what you're saying is mm. sacrifice, I want so. to actually specifically state that apart from what we must look at in terms of what I can do what I can do what I can do also look at what I need to stop doing no. <laughs> that is a serious part of your preparation no. now here's a quick tip right on the on the on the modern day smartphones there's a facility to see how much screen time you have on a daily basis
2: Well, leave it for oh. next podcast oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just, this is a quick
0: tip I mean we can get into it but the quick tip is the average person spends Four hours on that and it actually shows you like what you spend it on whether that's Facebook WhatsApp whatever the case what's the name of the app no it's not an app it's a facility on your, on any, your
4: on any phone just go into your
2: uh, oh, on your battery app and stuff like that
4: no it's just device de- uh, yeah. something um, let's see Usage awareness statistics. Awareness?
1: just
0: just okay Settings? whose phone is available phone is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. let me give me a phone wait, I'll check wait, for uh, it uh,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, wait, you can't see where I was not marketing. That way <laughs> no, the, the, there was an app that I had.
0: The the I mean, t- no, it's you know, not the app. You're talking about the
4: is? usage statistics? Something like that, yeah. I can't remember what it's
0: called. Let, let's yeah, just, because I mean, people are also going to also going to it. It's been so reframed to, to, to checking on to digital well being. it's called Digital well being and parental control. Okay, that's only
2: on Samsung phones, man. Oh,
0: okay, but other phones have it. It's just called something else. So, mashallah, yo, this guy's really good. Two hours, 25 minutes. Um for the whole day Mostly what's WhatsApp Mostly what's uh, WhatsApp yeah? And then 18 minutes in a timer That, that was here When he was exercising And then 11 minutes in Facebook Yo this is like A pious uh, haf-
3: No, no I'm busy I'm, I'm, he's a a foot. Foot. I'm up and down all the on the scaffold Yeah, a I Healthy That is what Your screen time Must look like If you're a no, no. Before you get to foot Before you get to foot half He's got the second Alhamdulillah, phone Alhamdulillah No It's uh, <laughs> something that I need to share It goes back to your Beginning question uh, and if I don't share it, I'm going to forget. Um, uh, whatever bounty of your Lord that he has given to you, you should speak about it. And I mean, we're sharing these things. I mean, you 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 mentioned the personal journey, Mullah Irshad. Uh, it's a very important thing. And you know, it is a ni'amah from Allah at the end of the day. Alhamdulillah, for the last 10 probably years of my life, I've been teaching like in full-time deen classes, uh, madrasah been sitting down and so forth and so on, you know, and in trying to encourage people, come towards the Qur'an, read more Qur'an and so forth and so on. Um, and for the last three or four months, I've actually been, I actually changed jobs. I'm i am in the uh, the building industry now, alhamdulillah, a little bit I'm uh, working with my father's carpentry business. But um, the idea of being not a, a teacher of deen and now just being like a normal person, one of the normal people that would come and attend the classes, this is sort of what I've been doing for the last three or so months, alhamdulillah, man. So the idea is like, you know, get get up in the morning, uh, go for fajr, alhamdulillah, get the kids done for school, uh, go to work. And I mean, it's it's not sitting down, teaching easy kind of uh, less physically taxing labormen. It's like actually quite hard work. And I mean, the first three, four days, alhamdulillah, was firstly that idea of appreciation of, you know, what our parents do for us and the day in and a day out. And you don't see this and so on. And you just get, you know, whatever... Uh, pocket money That we will get At the end of the day But the idea then was My encouragement That I was always Giving to the students man, Go sit You know Whatever Ooh, I, I know And I understand That you work For the whole day But you know When you get at home Try to take that Five minutes And take your Quran And sit My bro I was In my chops After the day of work I was sticking After the day of work yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting On my bed Now I come home And the kids greet me And so on And alhamdulillah This is now me That have a background And have a some history with Quran and have interaction in my life yeah. with Quran. But to tell myself, "Hey, Salim, uh, it's gonna be Maghrib now. Aisha, hey, then you're gonna sit and you're gonna bacha a little bit." It was like still like a a, no. a taxing thing to do, I and mean, I could feel I was like drained. So it was still having to challenge and push myself to do something like that. So for people that don't have a background, I Subhanallah, I I need to say this to all you guys. I understand it even more. Man, mm. like your whole challenge and the whole thing of you wanting to get closer you know, you need support and you don't know how and you don't know where and so on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, academy is academy Academies here for you, man? The Learn <laughs> Quran Foundation, we're here for you, all the institutes that are out there, we're all here for you, inshallah. Um, stick it and, and we can make a plan and can and pacha do something, no. man. No, okay, but look, support we, is important, yeah. we
0: we Yeah, I mean, I want to reiterate what you're saying, we are here for you and, and I hope we can, we can count on you to be here for us as well, but um, anything like that. That device maintenance, yes, you were looking so yeah, no, interested yourself. I found
2: it, um, I just went into the settings. Right. It's a Google, it's a Google app, actually. Okay. So, I found a digital well-being and parental tools. It's the same
0: thing. You said it's yeah. Samsung. It's not Samsung. No,
2: no, no. It's it a Google okay. app. Okay.
0: So, so check, check that out. The, my, the point in all of that was, check yourself, man. Mm. Like, like we're not saying, yo, if you must see mine, it's bad, but... I can kind of make an excuse in that most
2: of it is for this digital. No, I was going to say now mine is mostly productivity apps. I wish my wife could see this. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just joking. Stuff a little
0: so, bit. So, so my point is like, you know yourself, that's mm. just a guideline. If mm. you maybe don't know yourself, that can give mm. you a reality check. Cause if you're just sitting in social media and gaming and stuff, that thing will show you. Yeah. The most people spend four hours a day. Yeah. Some people spend more. All we're saying is just sacrifice a little Mm. bit, man. Like cut Mm. down so that when you get to Ramadan and you maybe have one hour, then it's good. You know, Um, if you maybe have half an hour, then it's good. If you can make a bigger sacrifice. But the the way I see Ramadan is what you put in is what you get out. Not in the same proportion. Allah Ta'ala can give you a whole lot more than you put in. But it's, it's proportionate to your effort in the sense that the more effort you make, the more fruits you will see coming out of it. So make the sacrifice. Ramadan, one of the biggest components of Ramadan that we can't overlook is the fasting. It is it is uh, depriving your, your pleasury senses to a certain extent. And there's magic in that. Because when you do that, then other senses spring up. Okay, so look, uh, last, min- last 30 seconds from each of us and then we wrap up on this one. But uh, the next one, we, we will get more into the, I think the personal journey is something that we kind of see. is a part two to this one. So let's, let's just wrap up with that. Who wants to go first? 30 seconds. Ahmed, let's hear from you. Let's hear one of those okay, what do we, what life-changing we? <laughs> quotes. <laughs> <laughs> wrap,
4: what do we, wrap up. Just um, wrap up. Okay. If, if, uh, if I must wrap up 30 seconds, um, be aware of who you are. And I liked what you mentioned last. Check yourself, right? Just to be aware of where you are. You can never plot a path to where you want to be without knowing where you are. Even if you open your Google apps and you put in a destination, you must put in currently where you're going from. So if you don't know where you are, you can't meet yourself where you're at, then you're not going to be able to plot the journey in the first place, let alone take it. So be aware of where you are and don't be ashamed of where you are. Because if you're where you are and you realize where you are, you're already favored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just to make that realization and then set the path and take the journey, inshallah.
2: InshaAllah. Thirty seconds. Let me see. Can it silence for thirty seconds? No, no, I'm just joking. Are going to Morocco, Um, I don't like. I mean, thirty seconds is quick to think of uh, existential advice, but I think just start, start somewhere, start small, start somewhere, and um, and set aside that time for the time every day for the Quran, and I think make it, try and make it at the at the set time. Where you, where you do it the same time every day and and, and just start something inshallah Allah will, yeah. will increase you Chazak- and, have, and have a sincere intention that's like you know when you spoke about Allah can give you you know multiple times more than the effort that you do I think it stems from having a sincere intention
0: Chazak- Chazak- Allah, 30 seconds joke
3: all of us no no joke no, joke. <laughs> no you must give all us a joke
4: you didn't give us a single joke okay, 20 no, seconds of advice 10 seconds a joke Bismillah
0: first the joke because otherwise you're going to end up on a, on a laugh
3: what do you call a fly without legs? A <laughs> fly without legs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, do you man? mean a fly without <laughs> wait, wings? Wait. What, why oh. A fly Yeah, man, that's what I mean, man. <laughs> a fly without wings. <laughs> What's no, Yes, you have to cut out the, A fly without wings. What <laughs> <laughs> do you call a fly without wings? He said a fly oh. without legs. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and you said, man, okay, you,
4: know. you had <laughs> early a hard day at work. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's doing a hard leg here now.
2: Yeah, Salim. So uh,
3: Anyway. <laughs> 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 I have to tell a hard the joke <laughs> for the next podcast. Why? Because of the rasihah <laughs> that's coming. In Al-Hasanat, you'd even say Indeed the good things will wipe out the bad things. There's not one of us sitting here speaking on this podcast or listening to this podcast. Except that we know that there's holes in our lives that we need to plug close There's <laughs> plasters. Yeah, we plucked already all the plasters on our relationship with Allah. And how are we going to, you know, how are we going to fix it even more? How are we going to draw Allah's mercy on us? Good deeds wipe right out the bad deeds. And Quran is one of the easiest, most super ways for us to uh, gain good deeds. Every single letter that you read is in reward at least. If you have do, it's more. If you're sitting in the masjid, it's more. If you're standing in salah, it's more. Allah Akbar. One of the most easiest ways for us to gain good deeds. Uh, via reading Quran, and
1: we
3: hope
0: that in the Amen. brothers, till next time.